is Analog Spectrum. See what happens when you marry a podcaster? He guilts you into doing his intros. This is FERPA and HIPAA compliant, and this is also Analog Spectrum. This is Tony speaking, and I'm here with Doug, and uh, we're going to do a hodgepodge today. A hodgepodge yes. and hodgepodge. We are. I love it's it. It's going to be a fun one. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Doug, said had so. a, Doug said, let's do a hodgepodge, and I have a question I want to ask you, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Well, no, it's not a question. It's a game. We're going to play a game. Oh, shit. But I will. I, I, I didn't even want to. Yeah, it's a little game. I just uh, I didn't even want to give you any kind of indication of what it was because I know you, and you'll go do a bunch of research. And so uh, you'll screw it all up. So this oh, well, if way, you had told me not to, I wouldn't. I wouldn't cheat. I don't believe you. I don't believe well, that's you. That's cold, bro. I know. It is cold. Yeah, it is. But, I, would, uh, I wouldn't yeah. cheat. So back when we play this game, I'm going to have to see your hands at all times so you're oh, not typing up, up. All shit and Hold looking for answers. Okay. Do you want to start with that or do you want to? Is it? Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what's, let's, let's hodgepodge it a little bit first. What's happening in your world? You told me about your taking your dog out in the stroller today. Yeah, so if anybody follows me on Facebook, any of my friends out there, I got my dog a uh, a dog stroller uh, for jogging, uh, which you use for walking and for walking. It, you know, this is a phenomenon that happens in this guy's brain. I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but sometimes you know we'll 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 start a topic, and I realize that it is potentially a bottomless pit. Like we may be on this for hours <laughs> if we're not careful, and also often I don't know where to start. Uh, so that's how sometimes when we're doing these podcasts, people are like, he sounds like he's drunk or he sounds like a fucking idiot. That's why. Okay. It's not that I'm a fucking idiot. It's just because I, I, I'm not too sure. And also I, or you're a I, drunk idiot. Either could, way. The, the, I'm both. not saying those things are true. Okay. I'm yes. just saying <laughs> that sometimes I'm sober and I'm not an idiot. And, and uh, also I am self-aware enough to know that I've been around people that talk and they're boring, and I don't want to bore people too much. I mean, hell, if you're listening, what are we going to do about this, right? So right. Uh, to answer the question about the dog stroller and what the hell's going on is last year I devoted a lot of my time to riding a bike, right? And it there is this uh, unusual, I don't know, phenomenon for me personally where if I'm training for something, that training uh, is is actually beneficial to to my physical fitness. Like I am, I'm riding a bike, I'm becoming fitter and stronger. And then a point will come where, especially when I'm cycling, where I am tearing my shit apart. Okay. I am, I am hurting myself. I am uh, not, I can't lose weight. I'm, I'm eating poorly and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure there's a name for it, but I, I just realized for this year, I had to basically park the bikes, kind of refocus and, uh, and, mm -hmm. and all that. So, so I'm just not going to ride the bike for a little while. I'm going to try to get my weight down, try to do other exercises. But part of that is I'm going to try to like, like and my wife, Melanie, she, she runs, she's not a big cyclist. She owns a bike, but she prefer to run. And I, so I'm just going to spend some time with her trying to run. I don't like running. I think it's stupid. Uh, I, I, but, but when I'm with her doing it, it's, 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 I can, I can do it. It's, it's uh, somewhat mm. pleasant. And, uh, and also I, I my life, there's certain situations in my life where I have to go places for extended periods of time. I would like to take my dog with me, but I don't want to like leave my dog alone when I'm in those places. So I, I thought, well, I'm just going to get a dog stroller, take my dog with me. And when I'm there and when I'm running, 
I'll have my dog with me. And we did take her out today. Got the, it took forever to get it. We ordered it. I ordered it January 1st, January 2nd. It was supposed to be here like it was Amazon, supposed to be here like in five days. Took like 20 days. It's like one of the only mm-hmm. things I've ever ordered on Amazon that I gave a crap about. I'm like, where mm-hmm. the hell is it? Finally shows up, got here the other day. I'll tell you right now, I will recommend it in Amazon. I don't like the fact that it took forever to get here. I'm an old man. I get crotchety about shit. But that <laughs> damn thing is super freaking nice, man. Nice. It is freaking. It's got air. The tires air up. I, I put Susie in it. Now, Susie seems to be okay with it. Okay. But mm-hmm. does she like it? Does she dislike it? I don't know. Her little dog. Yeah, yeah. right. Like I was telling you yeah. before we started the podcast. She didn't fill out the survey that you gave her, huh? Yeah, I tried. I literally was like, I really need you to give me some good feedback here, Susie. But she wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Cause she's yeah, a dog. No reviews, no nothing. She says no Perfect. nothing. Yeah. So anyway, uh, anyway. So I. Yeah. Uh, no, my wife wants to borrow that thing for a chihuahua, but I swear there's no way that chihuahua's going to stay in that thing. She's going to try to leap out it. Yeah, and she won't wear a harness. She won't wear a, a leash. Uh, you know, collar. You got to have it. You can try it. I mean, you can borrow it. It's not a big deal. But, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and Susie did try to jump out today, but I honestly, God, I don't think it was. She was scared. I don't think it was anything like that. She seemed like she was fine. I just felt like. In like a like a dog's brain, she was over it. She wanted to get yeah. out, and so and she, she just leaked. Yeah, she leaked out, and then we put her back in, and she was fine. You know, so yeah. Oh, there you go, dog stroller. Yeah, and then that whole like carrying myself down thing. Melly and I want to do like a long run, so probably running will become like cycling, and I'll brush myself on running. So yeah, nah, I don't like running, man. Ah, uh, well, we, you and I have done runs together. You and I have actually run together. Yeah, no, no, no. We have, I used to run. Yeah. When Elsa and I first met, in fact, I could actually beat her. Not that's long since gone. She's twelve <laughs> years younger than me, so that's, yeah, long uh, gone. Kicks uh, my ass. So, so okay. I know, I know, we're doing Coast Guard on other things. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna digress into that just for a second, okay? Go. Because we were hmm. talking about, we were talking about physical fitness when we talked about the boot camp Coast Guard thing, right? And uh, the Coast Guard's like running requirement, especially for men, especially in that young age, is and even I mentioned it to Melanie, even she was like, that's a little insane. And what it is, is uh, a mile and a half. And I want to say 12 and a half seconds, right? 12 and a half minutes. Huh? Oh, 12 and a half minutes. Yeah, 12 and a half seconds. It's seconds. You really have to haul ass. No, it's 12 and a half minutes. 12 and a half minutes, right? Sorry. I, yeah. I fucked up. Anyway. Plus eight minute mile, basically. What's that? Eight minute mile. It's eight minute mile, right? Yeah, and then, no, but that's, you know, if you're not a runner, that's yeah, not that's slow. Pretty quick, yeah. And, and and when I went through boot camp, and also it's I think it's like thirty five sit ups in a minute and twenty nine push ups in a minute, and mm-hmm. and uh, when I went through boot camp, push up sit ups that was fine. The run, like I was like I'm not going to be able to do this, and uh, mm-hmm. and I almost didn't. Okay, and truth and truth be told, what ended up happening was the day we were supposed to do the run, I was freaking out about it. It freaking snowed, and we ended up having to do a shuttle run in the gym. It wasn't a mile and a half. It was like doing. Yeah, doing like a back and forth over, and so we I did the shuttle run instead of the mile uh, the mile and a half, and you got lucky a lot of times in the Coast Guard. I did get lucky a lot in the Coast Guard. I did, yeah. yeah so, uh, but uh, what are you defining as me getting lucky? Uh, you mean as far as like becoming a PA or what? Well, no, you told a couple of Coast Guard stories recently where uh, you know where you ended up on the fifty cal. Uh, I got Key West. Yeah. Out of out of a school, which was amazing. I did go to PA yeah. school. And I mean, your luckiest break of all is you met me. So Jesus, that's like... I, I, dude. I tell people that every day, even people I don't know. They're like, they're like, what's the greatest thing that's ever happened to you? I said, med book. And they're yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah, I get it. They're I like, get I said, it. And they go, I hear it a lot, oh. so you know, I'm used to it. Yeah, I, 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 they said that sounds kind of cultish. In fact, it is. <laughs> hey, by the way, I got some Kool Aid for you. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So I did get lucky on that. So I added it to the list. I did get lucky on that. But now I'm thinking I would like to be able to do uh, uh, a mile and a half and twelve point five. I would. I mean, I remember. I remember um, having to do that. And um, I, again, I was a tall, lanky dude, but I didn't still didn't like the run. It's always the cardio that gets me. You know. Yeah. My legs are always fine, but I can't breathe. No, it's that's not that's again. There's people out there that are probably listening, going twelve point five. Who cares? Or twelve and a half? Who cares? That's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's you know like like my pace right now for a mile is nowhere close. So I'm comfortable at a fifteen minute mile. Right. Exactly. It's basically walking. So that's my <laughs> that's my my miles just under that. So uh, yeah. What have you been up to? Oh man, just, just stuff around the house. Um, <sighs> a little bit frustrated with Lowe's. Uh, we ordered a bunch of cabinets and stuff. We're redoing this whole house, you know. And uh, the lady's like, oh, yeah, man, there's a smoking deal on cabinets. You get like a, I don't know, whatever it is, 15% off. And then you put it on a Lowe's card and you get another 5% off. And I'm like, well, shit, that's pretty good. So she gave us the total for all of the cabinets. And, uh, and I'm like, yikes, that's a little bit expensive. And then we took those percentages off. I'm like, oh, shit, I, that's actually better. You know, I can do that. And then she goes on vacation. So we're not going to get the deal. <laughs> oh, you're um, kidding. No. I don't know. We, we might be able to retro into it if I complain hard enough or something. But uh, anyway, yeah. So I think you be should back. complain hard enough. Uh, yeah, I will complain. Yeah. Uh, and then they sent a guy out to uh, measure my windows. We're going to replace all the windows and doors. Wow. And he came out today, took three steps into the courtyard. And uh, he's like, yeah, I remember this house. I was here and some English lady owned it. And she was terrible. <laughs> just like bitching about this lady. Nobody that we've met right. that has run into them here in the neighborhood liked them at all. They were just apparently terrible people. Um, yeah, this guy experienced that as well. But three steps in, he's like, hey, you know what? Um, I hate to do this to you, but I can't give you, I can't give you a quote. I, I'm not even going to waste your time. I'm going to I'm going to get my my installer guy to come out and see if he can even do it because you have a stucco house. And I'm like, well, that would be a nice thing for you guys to you know ask me at the store. Right. I've been waiting for him for a week, but anyway, yeah, grumpy old man stuff is really that's all it is. Well, I, you know, both of us have been around long enough to where we've had to do home stuff, right? And mm -hmm. even when it goes perfect, it doesn't go perfect. You know, it, when you when you okay. contract somebody to do stuff. You know, uh, it's going there. There's going to be moments where you're like, "This is going sideways." So, yeah. Well, we're doing a lot of this work ourselves. We're we're redrywalling some of the stuff. We're going to paint ourselves interior. Well, I might I might actually paint exterior myself. Uh, it just depends. There's a few decks that we want to take off before we do that. I'm just not sure when I'm going to do it, but um, yeah, we're going to put in a cheap above ground pool just so we can have a place to splash around in the summertime. And, All right. Um, yeah, let's do it like 500 bucks, you know, you're, you're way more of a man than me. I just don't, I don't do anything anymore. I just don't. Yeah. I just kind of like it to me, honestly, uh, it, 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 I enjoy the, um, the, the process of doing it. Uh, and I enjoy the learning of how, you know, how the, the technical side of how to do stuff. I just like learning shit like that. And that's why I'm going to build that car. Same thing. I never built a car, right? but I'll figure it out. I'll learn. I see. I would. I would do that. I would build the car. But a lot of the, you know, and okay, you're gonna build a car. Well, I would also like, like after you get done with yours, there may be a situation where I go, hey, I'll do one too, and we'll just do it, do two cars, right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I will tell you, uh, th there have been times in my life where I've done like home improvement, 
and and when we were when we were up in Seattle, we had a, a massive flood in our house, and and uh, that's a whole other story. But we did have we did have contract because USA, my our insurance company, covered it. Uh, they sent in uh, the crew, you know, and mm-hmm. and I remember like watching those guys work and the things they did and the tools they had. I'm just like, I don't have those resources. I just don't have that knowledge base. So having it done, even like the floor, we're having a floor put in. And, and for anybody out there about ready to roll their eyes, there's really nice laminate out there now. And so we're actually going to put down a laminate floor. And Dude, uh, with, with pets and stuff, that's it's a it's a no brainer. Yeah, stuff is awesome. Yeah. So I I've put down a laminate floor before. I could probably do do this one. But I just know that the guy, when we get the crew in there, they're going to do about it. It's expensive, though. It's crazy expensive, though, to have it done. Yeah, that's kind of my thing is I'm, I'm trying to stretch the dollars because there's so much to do. This is a serious fixer-upper, man. You saw it. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's like the Munster's house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm just trying to stretch the dollars. So if I can do the work myself and, and uh, you know, not be terrible at it, then um, I actually kind of enjoy it yeah today wasn't fun because the drywall thing was really kicking my butt so i just stopped and said eh, i'll pick this up tomorrow so, i can kind of tell it's taking it out of you a little bit bro i can tell yeah it's frustrating but you know i'll I'll get back on it. so anyway yeah other than that i don't know i mean work what are you gonna do yeah the huge yeah and then uh yeah like like we're t- saying offline i just need to retire man i mean like, there i'm in this weird place now in my life where i i uh you know and 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 I gotta be really clear. My job's not hard, and 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 they pay me well enough. You know what I mean? I get, I make, I make decent money. The job's not particularly hard, but but it's almost like uh, there's. I have this intrinsic, uh, either I don't know, frustration or just not even anxiety, where I'm just kind of like, hey, you know, and 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 I'll be honest, you know, even our conversations about you know how you're you, you're kind of moving forward where you're living, you know, I I'm not super happy where we we're at living wise. Not that it's bad. It's fine, you know. Uh, but I can kind of see, you know, selling the house and, and, uh, I just want to be, you know, be with Melanie and freaking do, do fun stuff, you know? Yeah. That's the thing, man. I was talking to somebody the other day and, um, I said, I'm not sure that I'm ever going to like retire, retire, you know? And, and, um, I, I have, I've been kind of lucky because I retired from the Coast Guard at 38. Uh, so I was young and then I, I worked for Starbucks for quite a few years and then I decided to go to college, got a degree and. I was in my own business for a long time, but doing my own business was was sort of like semi-retirement. I didn't have to work real hard, so I didn't work real hard. It was a couple, you know, I got gigs uh, doing stuff that was kind of cool. Uh, and then I bust my ass on that. You know, I tried to do a really good job for clients when I get clients, but I didn't go out and pound the pavement for clients. Like if I was 25 years old and I had to pay the mortgage, you know, stuff like that. Um, so that was sort of like semi-quasi-retirement. But when I got this job, the the whole thing, the whole thing that changed and, and spun and made me really, really enjoy this job is the people that I work for. Uh, the people that own this store are awesome. Um, they're super friendly, generous, nice people. They're honest. It's none of the corporate stuff. So I don't have any of that like, bleh, you know, icky kind of crap to deal with. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of got free reign. I can do almost whatever I want as long as we're successful. And so to me, that freedom is, is, it's liberating you know it's i like it i like it a lot so i'm i'm going to stay here as long as i can cool and it's not like it's not one of those like oh yeah i have status i'm the mayor you know i ain't kind of crap i don't even care what anybody else thinks about me being a retail manager guy because i enjoy it that's that's the number one you know so matter of fact we talked about some other stuff 
uh, about your job. It's all offline stuff, but uh, but don't mm. when we get done, I want to ask some other questions. But okay, yeah, yeah. There's some stuff we shouldn't probably talk publicly about. <laughs> eh, nothing bad, but but uh, yeah, give me that trivia question. You you are you ready for the game? Yeah, I I can't even think straight. Okay, so here's the game. The game is I've got. Well, I've actually I have ten, but I, I put three bonus ones on. Here's the total. I have thirteen questions for you. Okay. And these are um, in reference to um, uh, all-time album sales. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask you, which of these records do you think sold more? And then you you have to answer which you think sold more. Make sense? Yeah. And I got thir- 13 comparisons for you to go through. And then at the end, I'll tell you what you got right and what you got wrong. And then we'll go through a list of of like some of the, the biggest of all time and that kind of stuff. Wow. All right. Let's go. It's kind of, it should be kind of fun, you know, whatever. It's like, and there's some surprises in here. Like when I read this list, I was like, wow, really? And then, so that's why I figured, oh, this would be a fun one for the podcast. So. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So are you ready? Yeah. Number one, which one sold more? Oh, so by the way, the ratings here, the, like the numbers is, um, I forgot what the organization is called, but they're, they're the ones who officially say like, okay, you, you know, you sold a million records or platinum or whatever it is, you know, whatever that's, that's what the organization. All right. So you ready? Here we go. Uh, number one, which sold more records, Fleetwood Mac rumors or Boston, Boston's first album, Boston. Hmm. I know it's tough. Yeah, starting out of the game. Well, I know. Bar. I know uh, the Boston's first album was held a lot of records about being a number one debut album. So I'm going to go with Boston. Okay, number two, uh, Zeppelin Four. That's the one with Stairway to Heaven, or Pink Floyd The Wall. Man, this is apples to apples. It really is. By the way, I know they're hard. <laughs> I'm going to go The Wall. Okay. Um, okay, this one might be a little harder, but I think you'll 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 see why I went here. Number three, Garth Brooks, No Fences. So in the eighties, that was massive, right? Or uh, Bruce Springsteen, Born in the USA, which of course was also massive. I would say Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Okay. Uh, number four. This is a tough one. I think you. I think you'll find this one tough. Guns and Roses, Appetite for Destruction, or ACDC, Back in Black. I would go Guns N' Roses, man. That debut album was insane. It was pretty big. Yep. Uh, number five, the Beatles. Uh, so they did a series of, um, they colored them. There's a blue one and a red one and whatever. Uh, and it's like their greatest hits, right? Oh, those. I remember those. The blue and the red. Yeah, I remember those two albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The Beatles' blue album or Elton John's greatest hits? Oh, crap. I'd go Beatles blue. I mean, because I, I, I used to see that thing around everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number six. Oh, well, uh, by the way, Elton John had more than one greatest hits. He had like three. So this, I'm talking greatest hits one. That was okay. his better selling. He did have greatest hits two as well. Yeah. I think he had a greatest hits three also, which is, you know, that just speaks volumes, but, uh, but I'm still going to go uh, blue album. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number six, uh, Metallica, the black album, Metallica, okay. their, their mega album. Yep. Um, or Billy Joel's greatest hits, uh, one and two. Uh, I'll go Billy Joel. What the hell? Okay. Okay. I had it. I had, I had Billy Joel. Yeah. Okay. I got them both. I yeah, in fact, I got everything on here except that Beatles record. Yes. Okay. Um, number seven, this is a, this is a little curveball, I think. Um, but Bob Marley's legend or Adele 21. 
Twenty one was her big. That was Adele. Yeah, big son one. of a gun, man. You're you're really. Uh, do you have do you have these albums? Do you have twenty one? Do you actually have that album? I don't. No, I was not a huge Adele fan. I love her voice, but Me I, too. I just can't get into her music. Adele. Okay, so Bob Marley's Legend or Adele Twenty One? Only because it, it would be crazy stupid. I, I'm going to go with Bob Marley. Okay. Uh, number eight, Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell. I love that album. Or the Backstreet Boys, the Backstreet Boys. That's their. That was their initial album. This is a good game, by the way. I like I this. Know. <laughs> this is good. Uh, um, I'll go Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. I don't even know any songs they sing. I was going to sing a Backstreet Boys. I don't have that album. I have. I I listened to. I had the uh, the uh, Bad Out of Hell cassette. And I listened uh-huh. to it to the point it was like I, I probably owned it multiple times and the CD yeah. and the guy along. That's a, an amazing yeah. album. And I don't yeah, it is. It is phenomenal. Doesn't get the songwriting. Yep. Phenomenal. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. But yeah. So I know Backstreet Boys were like insanely popular. So yeah, they were hugely popular. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's what I think. If I was sitting in your chair, would be the hardest one of the whole list. Uh, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, or Eagles Greatest Hits. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Everybody has that Eagles Greatest Hits album. Everybody. As a matter of fact, I think that is a law in California that you own that album. You have so to. you have to have it. Too. Welcome to California. Uh you have to purchase your driver's license and Eagles Greatest Hits. Eagles, well, is that Eagles Greatest Hits? You said volume the one? The first one, yeah. The first one. Yeah, that's that's the better one. So uh Oh crap. I'll go with the Eagles. I'm gonna go with the Eagles only because I just not that people don't love, but I think uh, let me tell you my logic on this. We probably should know this from the get go. Uh, I think both albums are amazing, but I think mm-hmm. the Eagles' greatest hit is much more mainstream than Floyd. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, number ten, <clears throat> the Beatles, uh, the Beatles. So they're the Beatles' record, or Michael Jackson Thriller. 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 Okay. So uh, these are the bonus ones. I was I was going to stop there, and I thought ah, these are kind of cool ones too. This one, there's some there's some uh, comparisons here. You're like, holy shit! I really won't this, like this one. You won't have any idea. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Purple Rain by Prince or Simon and Garfunkel's Greatest Hits. These are amazing. I love this. This is a lot of fun. I'm going to go Purple Rain though. I'm going to go Purple Rain. Okay. Okay. Uh, number twelve, uh-huh. Hotel California or Thriller. Thriller. Okay, and again, I will tell you, it's funny because the reason I'm like I'm really enjoying this is, is you mentioned these albums. I know these albums, like like literally, like like you know. And, and the reason I'll even say Thriller is uh is uh because that was just a crazy that I'm what that was like 1982, 83, something like that when the album came out. Yeah, right on there. That thing dominated. Yeah. Oh, it dominated big yeah. for, for like two years. Like like yeah. You know yeah you, know, you remember the Thriller video? And by the way, if anybody's listening. And they haven't seen the thriller video. Where, where the, where have you been? Oh, it's insane! Oh, absolutely! Oh my gosh, Michael Jackson thriller. Look it up, Vincent Price. Yeah, look up the long. Make sure you see the long version as well. Yes, yeah, George Landis. Uh, with George Landis, John Landis. Sorry, the guy who did a did a American World from London and all that. He directed it. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it was that was big. Yeah. Okay, last one. Uh, Whitney Houston, the Bodyguard soundtrack, or. Hootie and the Blowfish cracked rear view mirror. I was listening to Hootie today. <laughs> okay, interesting thing about Hootie. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Whitney Houston on that one. But the interesting, interesting thing about Hootie is, uh, is uh, I did a TAD, uh, temporary assigned duty Coast Guard again story, 
in Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina, when Hootie was just blowing up, right? Like, okay. like I got there and that was a crazy temporary assignment because everybody on the boat was like, dude, have you heard of Hootie and the Blowfish? They just got this album. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. no, no. And it was honestly like I was, I was on a parallel track to their journey. You know what I mean? It was okay. the weirdest thing. It was the weirdest thing. Like, Hootie, and, and it was also funny because I was probably like 27 years old at the time. And mm-hmm. all the non-rates on the boat, all the all the uh, 18, 19-year-olds, they were like calling me like old man because I never heard a hootie, which is ironic as shit now because they were literally like a like a day and a half older than me, you know? So Right, so. right. All right, how to do? Yeah, it's funny because I you remember Concrete Blonde? Yes. They did that song Joey and whatever. Yep. Yeah. I saw them in San Diego at a tiny-ass little bar before they were, you know, before they were popular. And I had, you know, I just remembered, I thought that name was really cool and they did a, a rendition of uh, a song that was popular at the time in a commercial in like a Hershey's Hershey's Kisses commercial or something. And they just totally revamped this tune and they did it was totally instrumental. And um, I just thought they were the greatest man. And then, I don't know, a couple of weeks later, this album pops. I'm like, wait a minute, it's the band I just saw in San Diego in this tiny little venue, you know. Um, but that was cool. So anyway, OK, are you ready? You ready to find yes, out your wins and losses? Okay, so tell me again, Fleetwood Mac in Boston. You chose Boston. Yes, mate. Yes, sir. Uh, Boston's first album sold 17 million records. Fleetwood Mac Rumors, 20 million. Shit. I'm not going to get any of these right, am I? You did get some right. Okay, great. Okay, so number two, uh, Zeppelin Four versus Pink Floyd The Wall. You picked Pink Floyd The Wall. Um, Pink Floyd The Wall sold 23 million, and Zeppelin Four sold 24 million. Boom, one, one it for me. It was close. No, oh, you so missed that one. Yeah. But it was close. Yeah. So you, you picked the wall, you missed by one. But anyway. Oh, I picked the wall? You picked the wall, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, okay, number three, Garth Brooks, No Fences, or Bruce Springsteen, born in the USA. Uh, Springsteen sold 17 million, and Garth Brooks was 18 million. So you got that one. I got that one right. You got that one, yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction, and ACDC back in. Oh, real quick, I'll just comment on that. The Garth Brooks one, that one I was almost like, that's a, I know that's a trick question. Garth Brooks was so freaking crazy popular in the 80s, man. Was, he was massive. He was massive, yeah. He, Yeah, I'm going to go... I'm going to go over the list of all these best-selling albums. He's got like two or three on here. It's just crazy. I mean, yeah. So anyway, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction versus ACDC, Back in Black. A clear winner. Uh, you pick GNR. They sold $18 million. ACDC, Back in Black, $25 million. Wow. That was a massive, massive record. I think it was time, right? Because it wasn't right. I mean, it was big when it was big, but I think just it just stayed big. Like It did. For a long time, yeah. I, I was listening to it yesterday. Yeah. 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 When I was picking that one, uh, I, I was, I was, uh, really picking it on, uh, how, uh, that GNR album just exploded. It didn't, it didn't maintain, but it, it blew up. Right. It, it, it was big. That was my concern with black, back and black is that it, it would be a burner. Yeah. That was exactly what happened. Yeah. Like in other words, it would just be one that just kind of cared. Cause, because yeah, dude, that, that was, a uh, that was, again, when we were, when we were in high school, that was a required purchase, man. Oh, back in black. Oh, yeah. You had yeah, to yeah, have yeah. It. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had to have it. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay, number five, um, the Beatles' Blue Album or Elton John's Greatest Hits. Uh, you you chose Elton John, I think, didn't you? Or did you choose the Beatles? No, I chose the Blue Album. You chose Beatles. Okay. It doesn't matter because that was a trick question. It's a tie at 17 million. Okay. They both sold right, 17 so. million. Uh, 
Good question. Um, next one, Metallica's Black Album and Billy Joel's Greatest Hits 1 and 2. You picked Billy Joel, which was correct. Uh, back in, oh, sorry, Metallica's Black Album sold 16 million and Billy Joel was 23 million. Yeah, I love that. I love that Greatest Hits. That's, oh man, I know that album literally word for word. That's one that I know every single And for people wondering, word. like, you're saying Billy Joel 1 and 2, it was released as... Billy Joel's, it, it was a double album. Billy Joel's one and two, yeah. It was a double album, yeah. Yeah, yep, exactly. Okay, number seven, Bob Marley Legend versus Adele 21, and you picked Bob Marley, and again, you were okay. correct. Um, Adele was 14 million, and Bob Marley was 15 million. Oh, wow. Wow, they were close. It was close, but yeah, yeah. So uh, that was a tricky one. That was really tricky because because by the time we got to this point, I, I was doing what I was talking about with like a, with Dark Side of the Moon, which which I could very well be wrong on Dark Side of the Moon is that some of these albums are a bit uh, a bit a bit niche, you know. Yeah. But with that said, Bob Marley would probably be more niche. But but I think that's one that's got just like Black Back in Black, man. I mean, uh, I don't know when Legends came out, but it's it, people continue to to purchase Bob Marley. Well, to give you to give you some backup on that particular um, thought. Uh, my wife's father likes Bob Marley legend and he is uh, 80 years old in South Africa. So. Right. Right. I mean, it's pretty broad. Yeah, it is. Broad. And people do listen to it. And it is good. But so is Adele. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell versus Backstreet Boys. Again, trick question. It was a tie. Really? Uh, 14 million, 14 million a piece. Wow. So, and, and I thought that was interesting because of how different those two records really are. Right. You know, bad out of hell with this just crazy poetic lyrics and, and insane guitar and, right. and musical instrumentation and the Backstreet Boys of pop music, but they still they both sold fourteen million. Up I I think and 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 I'm not a uh, a fan of the Backstreet Boys. I don't have anything negative to say about them. I think they probably are very talented. Uh, I think they definitely were kind of uh, you know they hit when they needed to hit. Yeah, to me, bad out of hell. Uh, I, I I think. I think Backstreet Boys, whatever, right? Great. It's like Spice Girls. You know what I mean? It's like, yes. hey. Yeah, do your thing, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, do, you, you be you. That's great, you know? And I do think they have a lot of talent. But but I do feel like like Meatloaf and uh, I forget, who was his, the songwriter for Meatloaf? I mean, he didn't write his music, but it was like, a, he, there, he, yeah, there, there was a, I can't remember, I, I'll just like Elton John, you know? Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, but. Um, With Bernie Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, 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 I'll have to look it up. The guy that, that uh, but the guy who wrote for Meatloaf, uh, he also did like a, uh, you know, he wrote for like Bonnie Tyler. You know, you you once you hear his lyrics, mm -hmm. you hear him everywhere. But but uh, Bad Out of Hell is orchestral. It's it's uh, it, uh, man, the the song Bad Out of Hell, dude. You know, if and it's funny because I think my mo my wife hates how much I like it. You know, like, like we're in the car <laughs> and I'll just you know to come on, I'll crank it up. And I know every word. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. and she's probably like, Jesus, please don't sing Bad Out of Hell at like full volume. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because Elzette, that's one from our era that she actually, she knows it and she likes it. Oh, I love it. I love, well, I don't know for yeah. sure. Like my wife is not one to go like, shut up. I mean, but yeah. I can tell like when, like when it comes on, you know, I can, I, I can. She's got her fingers in her ears. Going, I can, I can kind of feel the eye roll. I can kind of feel the eye roll, you know, so. But uh, but no, I'll freaking belt out uh, that and uh, Paradise Behind the Dashboard Lights. I'll oh yeah, Paradise amazing. Forget it, dude. That's that's awesome. As a matter of fact, I think the number one song on that album was Two Out of Three Ain't Bad, and uh, yeah. and I like that. Okay, in, in popularity, but not in in style and substance. From yeah, not from my perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the one that probably yeah, it wasn't my favorite on there. Yeah, not from my perspective. Yeah, there's a few that that were amazing. So, uh, but anyway, um, okay. 
So uh, number nine, Dark Side of the Moon versus Eagles Greatest Hits. Um, you chose the Eagles Greatest Hits, and you are correct. Um, Dark Side of the Moon, I think for a while that really was the best-selling album of all time, but it got dwarfed eventually. Um, and that sold 15 million copies, and the Eagles Greatest Hits sold 38 million copies. Son of a bitch. I knew it. It's double Dark Side of the Moon. It's more than double Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That is crazy. I know, well, you know, you talked about earlier, you talked about, uh, I mentioned with uh, Bat Out of Hell, like owning multiple copies because uh, as a cassette, because I'd wear it out. I wore out the Eagles' greatest hits too, you know, so. Yeah. And you know what? If you, if you, if you dig in, there's a documentary about this, and that was not their idea. That was their producer's idea to release that. I remember one time, and this is this memory, and this is work documenting. Uh, like one time I was hanging with this guy. It was, uh, I was I was dating a girl in Alabama, right? And uh, she was sweet, and uh, she had a bunch of friends. And one of her friends, man, it was this guy, and he wasn't he wasn't super bright, right? He wasn't the brightest guy. He was a real nice guy. And, and and by the way, he was like an actor, like a model, really good looking. And uh, I was uh, I was like listening to that Eagles' greatest hits. This memory just came back to me. I'm so glad because it's, it's you'll enjoy this. And uh, and and I and we were driving someplace and uh, to go like camping or something, and he was riding with me. Like again, just a sweet dude, right? And and after like the the uh, the uh, the third or fourth song, he goes, "Man, this album has got like all the best Eagle songs on it." And I go, uh, <laughs> "I go, it's their greatest hits." And he goes, "Exactly." <laughs> 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 nice. Well, at least he was observant enough to notice. <laughs> it, was, it was it's their greatest hits, man. And he goes, Yeah, exactly, man. That's funny. Okay, you're ready number yeah, yeah, 10. Okay, uh, Beatles Beatles or Michael Jackson Thriller, and you picked Thriller and you were correct. Yeah. Uh the Beatles sold 24 million and Thriller sold 34 million. Boom. Yeah, crazy. Uh, Purple Rain versus Simon and Garfunkel. You picked Purple Rain and you were off. Uh, that was Ew. 13 million. The Simon and Garfunkel's greatest hits was 14 million. Simon and freaking Garfunkel. I love it. I love it. I love that album. I love yeah, it. It's a great album. It is. It's a great yeah. album. No, it's yeah. the greatest hits. Exactly. Yeah. But it's not one of those that you, that you put up there when you don't think about it. When somebody says top selling albums, you know. Oh, I know, but uh, to our listeners, if you've never listened to Simon and Garfunkel and you've never listened to that greatest hits, there are songs on there that are like snapshots of the of the 60s you know that that, yeah, that kind of culture of the 60s and uh they are you know if you list their you know poetic doesn't do it justice how good they are yeah sound of silence how many times has that thing been remade oh yeah and that one song where he's i can't remember the time i you know like i'm i'm an expert on simon garfunkel there's a song where they're they're he's riding in a bus with his his uh girlfriend uh cro they're crossing america and he's he's just so scared you know about you know what's in front of him, and uh, and it's a, just a song that is so melancholy, man. You got I mean, you got to tell me what song because that's not ringing a bell. You... Oh yeah, I'll look. I'll I'll look it up. Uh, yes. Well, yeah, we're, we're almost done here. Okay, uh, number twelve, Hotel California versus Thriller, and you pick Thriller, and you're correct. Uh, Hotel California was twenty six million, and Thriller was thirty four million. And then uh, lastly, uh, Whitney Houston Bodyguard versus Hootie and the Blowfish. You pick Whitney Houston, uh, and you were way off. Uh, really, uh, eighteen million for Bodyguard and twenty-one million for Hootie and the Blow. Twenty-one really? million. Yeah. Really? Well, Crazy. shit. So, but I mean that 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 was a 
that was that was big record for those guys. Clearly, I guess so. so. Yeah. Okay, so let's go through this real quick, and I'll just tell you, because there was a lot of ties in here. There's a lot of stuff I found to be kind of interesting. So um, <clears throat> we start at the 14 million. I'm uh, sorry, at the 13 million um, uh, mark, and that's Backstreet Boys, Millennium, uh, Bruce Springsteen, Live from 75 to 85, uh, Pearl Jam, 10. You remember that record? Yeah. That purple one? Oh, man, I love that record. Yeah. Uh, purple Rain, Dixie Chicks, Wide Open. 13 million records they sold. That's crazy. And then Whitney Houston's debut album was also 13 million. And then moving up the list, at 14 million, we have Adele, 21. We have Backstreet Boys. We have Britney Spears, Baby One More Time, which I'm not sure which one of the Britney Spears records that is, but clearly it was popular. Uh-huh. And then on top of that is Carol King, Tapestry, which there's people that rave about that record. And I've listened to it, and I just I just can't get into it. Yeah. I just can't, yeah. And then here's another Garth Brooks, Rope in the Wind. That was another big popular one. Uh, Bad Out of Hell and Simon and Garfunkel. And then at 15 million records, we got the Bob Marley. Journey's Greatest Hits. Hide with Bob Marley and Dark Side of the Moon. Can you believe that? Which greatest hit? Well, yeah, yeah. I, I well, Journey's, Journey's Greatest Hit. Well, here, here you go. Here's the 15 million list. Bob Marley and the Whalers Legend. Journey's Greatest Hits. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, Santana, Supernatural, Steve Miller Band's Greatest Hits, and the Beatles' Red Album, all 15 million. Huh. I would not have lumped all of those together. I would have thought the, the Dark Side of the Moon would be way above the rest of them, but clearly not. Right. You would think, you know. But I think you both, you and I, are capable of, of thinking this way. But there is just, you know, what is like, like, like Floyd, and not that Floyd isn't hugely popular, but... But, you know, if we were to go out in today's world and say, hey, who listened to Pink Floyd? They'd be like, no. But there's a lot of people that are listening to like this, you know, yeah. this stuff that they're churning out, this bubblegum crap. And that's just the way it is. But like, you know, Journey, you know, they've used that in, in so many soundtracks. So, I mean, people know it, you know, so. Yeah. Yep, no doubt. Um, okay. So at 17 million, we have Boston. Uh, we have Bruce Springsteen, Born in the USA, Elton John's Greatest Hits, and the Beatles' Blue Album. Mm-hmm. 18 million, we have Garth Brooks' No Fences, Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction, and, yeah, and uh, Whitney Houston's Bodyguard. Nice. Uh, we hit t- the 20 million mark. This is a cool tie. Fleetwood Mac Rumors and Shania Twain, Come On Over, which I actually have that. Do you really? I have both of them, but I mean, yeah, I have Shania Twain. Yeah, it was a freaking great album. It was just good. Okay. And then at 21 million, we got Garth Brooks again, double live, and Hootie and the Blowfish. You mentioned how much money Garth Brooks. He's got three albums in in the top 10 all-time selling albums. That's insane, man. I know. And and I, I, is he, I don't even know, is he still, what's going on with Garth I don't know Brooks? if he's still recording. He's still alive. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if he's still recording or, or performing or not, but um Okay, so then at uh, so that was twenty one million for those two, and then at twenty three million we got Billy Joel's Greatest Hits and Pink Floyd The Wall, and then we hit the twenty four million mark. We got Zeppelin Four and the Beatles' first album. Okay, and then ACDC is by itself with Back in Black at twenty five million. Hotel California is by itself at twenty six million. Thriller at thirty four million, and the Best-selling album of all time is Eagles' Greatest Hits at 38 million. Wow. 
That's crazy, man. Well, it's it's if you were to tell me, uh, yeah, Eagles' greatest hits is is the biggest all time selling album ever. I would be like, uh, oh, I, I guess I could see that. But if you told me how much it was ahead of number two, you know, I'd be yeah. like, shut up. That what's what I was thinking. Like when I saw that, I was thinking like, well, shit. If if somebody's just throwing this at me blindly, and they told me that, I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait a minute. Well, what about what about Thriller? Right? What about um, Dark Side of the Moon? That's what I would have thought. Um, I didn't even think that Steve Miller Band would be tied with Dark Side of the Moon, but clearly they sold the shit out of that record. I guess so. You know, I guess Don Henley's. Doing whatever the hell Don no, is he still alive? Yeah, Don Henley's still alive. Don Henley's still around. Yeah, Glenn yeah, yeah. Fry passed away about five or six years ago. Yes. But man, you talk about a songwriting duo. Holy crap, man. I think that band almost had too ta- too much talent, especially later on. Like, you know, they like they're you know what uh Don Henley, Glenn Fry, Joe Walsh, you know, it, they just they, it was insane, the whole band, you know. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, I, I liked I liked pretty much everything those guys ever did. Yeah. Even some of that late stuff. I mean Yeah. And, so and the early stuff is insane, you know. Oh, the early stuff is it just speaks to the entire world. It's human, yeah. Yeah. It was also kind of country rock too, you know what I mean? There was there was yeah. definitely that. but but what's your favorite Eagles song? Oh man, that's hard. Uh, um Eagles Greatest Hits. No, song, song. <laughs> yeah, Eagles Greatest Hits. Uh, um I don't exactly. know. I mean, uh, I really do like Hotel California for the for the the structure of the song and the uh-huh. I don't know. Complexity is the wrong word, but I like how it moves. You know, it's not it's not a repetitive kind of thing. Like take right. it easy, repetitive. It's just you know whatever. Um, but um, I really, really, really like Sad Cafe. I really like that song. Yeah. Um, that to me is it's poetic and it's melancholy, but there's also hope kind of woven in there in the story and um, yeah, some lamenting about looking back in the past and all that stuff. So. Sure. I I. Uh... I like Take It Easy. You know, I think that's a great song. Oh, yeah, Take It Easy. Yeah, and then, well, uh, you know, that's one where, I mean, I was just telling us that the other day. It's like, you can you can cherry pick one or two liners out of the Eagles songs all day long and find right. out cool, cool, just cool cherry pick little one-liners out. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and and, uh, and as far as like just pure rock, I, I like uh, Life in a Fast Lane is to, man, that is a song that, Mm. that I don't, I can't really drive below like 85 miles an hour with that song <laughs> on. And, and it's, it's interesting. Cause like, uh, like that song, when I, when I first, now I understand what all the lyrics mean and you're yeah. kind of like, yeah. wow, that was a fucked up couple, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, here's oh. one for you. if you want to go check out some cool lyrics um, and you know, it's so easy to find lyrics nowadays online, yeah. check out the uh, um, Steve Miller band, jungle love. Check oh really? Out. Look, check out those lyrics. Yeah, I, uh, he, I, I don't know if the song was about him or somebody else, but he um, uh, he was trying to have an affair with this black woman that he met on a on a on an island somewhere. Right. He brought her a crate of papayas, and you know, to like, hey, I like you. Just like, what the hell would you bring a crate of papayas for? But anyway, it's I uh, love yeah, Steve it's cool. I yeah. love you know the things I like about well. Steve Miller has like certain hits that people are like, I love that song. And I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. not my favorite Steve Miller song. It's just, yeah. you know, like, like fly like an eagle. It's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but even like, uh, what is it? The Joker. It's not my yeah. favorite Steve Miller yeah, song. Yeah. Right? played really. In my yeah. Opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And also going back on, you mentioned Hotel California. I love Hotel California, but, but no fault of anybody but myself. I've listened to it too much. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, but, uh, but Steve Miller, another thing I love about Steve Miller is 
Steve Miller could be on this Zoom chat, and I wouldn't freaking. I'd be like, I'm. I don't know what he looks like. Yeah. Him, but, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. but but uh, it's just like pure, the same like, way about Bob Seger, though, right? I mean, it's like he's just like a regular dude. Yeah. But who I writes know, amazing music. But I know Bob Seger. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Fair so, enough. But with that said, uh, uh, but well, I, I know I know 1970s, 1980s Bob Seger. If I saw Bob Seger now, I'd be like, that's just some 85 Who's that old guy? Dude. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but but the thing that was with uh, again with uh, with Steve Miller, uh, they, that is some of the like the, his jet airliner uh, songs like that. That is mm-hmm. some freaking just feel good rock, and it just it's got the best best hooks, man. Yeah, well, that's that is with Boston, man. That's so like yeah. you know sometimes I'll send you the picture of my of my my car stereo. Like yeah, I'm listening to Boston on the way to work, and it's like hell yeah, man. I mean, you just can't, you cannot be in a bad mood if you listen to Boston. I remember like my, uh, my first, my first real girlfriend, like uh, one time we were out driving around, like on a date and she's like, are we just going to listen to Boston all night? Yes. 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 Matter of fact, we are. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So maybe the same song over and over again. I don't know. Yeah. That's funny. So you were, you know, we were talking about this popularity thing, right? Which is, I don't give it as much. So just because the Eagles greatest hits sold more albums than everybody else, I do not put that at the top of my all time greatest albums list. Right. Because whatever, it just happened to sell broader appeal. Right. Sold more records. But on that note, I was listening to YYZ from Rush the other day. And did you know, I'm not sure the year I'm going to say it was probably like 1984, 84, 85. Mm -hmm. YYZ lost out to the police in Best Instrumental by the Grammy. And the song that they won over YYZ was called Behind My Camel. And if you listen to it, it's off of Zenyatta Mandata, which is a great record. And it's a cool song, whatever. But you listen to that, and then you listen to YYZ, and like Rush got totally, totally ignored by the popular media. And they did. I mean, that's a famous uh, thing about Rush, is they got just marginalized completely. But if you listen to that um, behind my camel and you listen to YYZ, you're like, it's not even close, dude. YYZ is a million times better of a song. Yeah. I mean, it's like the the the, the police song is sort of, it's, it's a real drony kind of a, it's almost like experimental, uh, grungy. Uh, it's like, I guess maybe, I don't know. It, you have to listen to it. But anyway, You'll listen to that and go, there's no way this song is better than YYZ. Oh. Just not <laughs> you're gonna say, so if you're, if you're asking me, like, do I find it hard to believe a Rush song is better than a police song? Dude, you're not, you know I'm not, where I'm not, going. Can yeah. you, can but, you uh, believe that the popular media did that? <laughs> well, one time, I, I, way, way back, way back, one time uh, my brother was trying to convince me that a, a, a song or an album was good. And his logic was, uh, th- that album won the Grammy for, like, the best new album. And, and my response was... Yeah, Millie Vanilli won a Grammy for Best New <laughs> yeah, Artist. You exactly. know, I mean, so, so yeah. you know, there's that. You know, so yeah. you know, in award shows, you know, it's, dude, do we? That's why they're tanking, dude. I mean, this last whatever oh. this one they just had last week. I mean, got shit for for viewership. No, Nothing. people just don't care anymore. No, they're all no. self righteous a holes, man. Yep, they're in their bubble. Nobody cares. I mean, yeah. I you know, I, I we we know what we like, and and now. Uh, you know, because the internet kind of killed, you know, the critic because because mm. if if you know everybody's a critic now. Yeah. Well, also, like if you tell me a movie's good, or an, uh, the film critic for Entertainment Weekly tells me a movie's good, and you guys have opposite opposite opinions, who do you think I'm going to listen to? Yeah, you know? of course, yeah. Yeah, I'm listening to you. I mean, I mean, and also, uh, 
you know, there's there's so many agendas. Most of them, I don't know what they are that that the critics have. Yes. And, and and I'm I'm just not down. And also I'm not they're they're not my age. They don't like the same right. stuff I like. You know, right, so right. far removed from anything that I would ever be interested in. And yes. uh, and they're, they're pushing things. So I I'm just like no, I don't want to. Yeah. And you know what? One of the things I've always not liked about Hollywood. I, I don't. I cannot think of a film that does this that I actually enjoyed. And that is when they when they do the self referencing thing, like. Hmm. Um, you know that one show that you wanted me to watch with the with the guy who was an assassin who was taking acting classes. Yeah. What was that called? Barry. Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I hate it when they when they place a story in Hollywood as actors and actors and and it's so self-referencing and it they always make these people out to be like either they're they're they're, they're struggling so hard and they're you know all of that they either play that card or they play this like we have all the answers card and i just i've never ever liked when they did that so when you and i started doing this movie reviews and you told me once upon a time in hollywood that's exactly why i was i was not going to like it i was but that is one and i didn't really like all of the hollywood referential stuff uh, but brad pitt to me he he sold me that movie uh, yeah well dicaprio too right yeah dicaprio also yeah his acting right but like his his role his role I didn't like um, but he he was just so freaking fantastic that yeah. I, you know I ended up liking him but um, but the whole referencing of of Hollywood and you know ugh, I don't know it's just to me it's well yeah it's like uh, it's like the, the, it's what they know so they yeah grab yeah. it home and 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 only because I feel like I'm obligated to do this the Barry show you're right it is about Hollywood it is but mm. but I promise you those two things you don't like. It doesn't do either one of them. I mean, it, they're initially you get the idea that yeah, they're kind of pushing the fact that they're these struggling actors and so forth. But but these are people with just a lot of of faults. I think probably if I was to say there's one thing I don't like about it, and that because of that uh, uh, is uh, the characters aren't very likable. There's no real likable character in there. There's like one episode that that honestly, and of course the episodes are like thirty or forty five minutes. One of these days we may sit down and watch this one episode, and it's not about Hollywood at all. But it is just a really interestingly produced episode, and mm. uh, and 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 like I said, the reason I was kind of like, hey, I think you would like this is some of the filmmaking in there, some of the things they do. I'm like, wow, that is that was really crazy, you know. So, but uh, but anyway, but to me, like, so this is back to the point. Not to not to harp on this, but um, when they do it and they get that reaction out of you, to me, they've overdone it. Like the best stuff you don't even see it, it it melds into the story and it affects you but you don't see it that's what you know who walter murch is yeah but i was gonna say till you see it you don't know though you don't know till you see it if it's, it's like, true but my point yeah. is that if, if, it, if it elicits that sort of reaction out of you it's probably way too obvious you know what i mean in my opinion thanks but man I, thank yeah, you I'll, I'll, no, no, that's not a slam on you. It's it's not saying that you're. Oh, it's not it's okay. Really, they, they, they never mind. Yeah, it's just like anybody. You know, honestly, if your little if your little stupid brain is impressed <laughs> oh, by it, I'll sorry, watch it. Be like sorry, was that a nerve that I touched there? Oh, sorry, Tony. Somebody get the tan. Wow, wow, yeah. Did you guys hear that? Honestly, if you heard that on the podcast, uh, you know, probably Doug, if Doug heard it, he'd, he would have picked up way earlier. <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> Hey, at the end of the day, no, it wasn't like, cheating all day. Like, yeah, <laughs> you like what you like. Uh, anyway, what you anyway. saying? Go ahead. Uh, no, I don't know what I was saying. I, I'm lost in thought. Now. Uh, no, you were saying that uh, 
that uh, my little brain can't handle. Uh, Barry sucks. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Barry yeah, sucks. Well, but no, the, the, that the, the Hollywood referential stuff was not what I didn't like about Barry. I didn't like it because it was. I literally was predicting every single thing that was going to happen, and and it, I just didn't like it. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. To me, to me, there there were things in there that, like like a like uh, it's in the third season now. The man, the third season was shocking. I mean, so so anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. But well, uh, you just enjoy that and mash. And I'm going to carry on. So, so I'll go listen to the police. <laughs> uh, anyway, how long we? I you know I hate to say this. I did not start a timer this time. I have no oh. clue how long we've been. Talking. All right. Well, I think um, I don't know. We can just wrap it there. I got nothing else to say. Yeah, I did have a couple of funny stories I wanted to share, but uh, but they they'll wait. They'll wait. Okay. You know, so and also we have kind of had a theme for this, and uh, and for me to suddenly bust out with some sort of dumb story, it would I don't think it works. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, okay. But uh, but anyway, yeah. So. Uh, that is it. That's another one in the in the, that we that we finished up. That was a good one. I really like the album thing. I do like that yeah, a lot. Yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? it? Did we burn that bridge? Is, is there anything else we can do like that's that's like that? Uh, you know what? I tell you what. I'll do the next one. You do the next one. I'll come up with some stuff. And I'll and I'll leave it alone. I won't uh, I won't go looking for stuff. I'll be like, okay, uh, two cents, uh, two uh, two perfumes. You have you know, <laughs> oh oh, you all a toilet? And we have. Yes. Uh, Chanel number four. Yeah. So, which one used more rose water? Yes. Oh, Chanel, obviously. Did, did I tell you? Did I tell you that I was talking, talking to Melly the other day. We we're talking about like guy stuff versus a uh, uh, guy like shave because she got she got some shaving cream, and I said, "Oh, that's the same company that makes my shaving cream." But you know, and uh, and I looked at hers, and hers was like, uh, and, and this this company caters to like guy stuff you know but they make lady products too and yeah. hers is like uh you know mango and rose scented and mm-hmm. mine is like stagecoach and saloon you know they, right. they, they always have these guy smells they're like so what's that guy smell it's, uh, it's tumbleweed and spittoon you're like yeah they're like but <laughs> cedar and tobacco you know so right, right. yeah but but yeah anyway all right i'm babbling so you're babbling yeah <laughs> all right thanks everybody for listening uh Uh, You have a great day, and we'll be talking again soon. Talk to you next time. Bye. Oh, yeah, I have status. I'm the mayor. This has been an Analog Spectrum production and presentation. We appreciate listening to our podcast. It means a lot to both me and Doug. As always, we're looking for topic suggestions, folks to interview, and friends to join us on the show. If you can help with any or all of these, go ahead and send a quick note to Analog Spectrum, that's all one word, at gmail.com. Are you curious about our past uploads? Go check out our website. You'll find the link in the description. Finally, for any cast you've enjoyed, please leave a comment and a review. For that last part, it would mean a lot to us if you'd make it five stars. Don't forget to share us with your friends and family. Thanks again for taking time out of your busy day and spending time with us. There's nothing better than hanging out with you and all our friends in this crazy analog spectrum world. Bye.